Meanwhile, on the planet Earth, a new mysterious virus has landed on all parts of the globe that no one can escape. Can anyone save them? There is a certain group that can. A superhero group, maybe? Nope. Or nope. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta stop not. you right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not happening in a, in a comic book. That's happening in real life. Uh, yeah, guys, there's a global pandemic happening right now. But you know what people yep. need? They still need yes. a podcast and they need to escape. And that's why we have Comic Book Queers. Quick, escape into this hole with us. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 124. That's right, right? 124? 124. 124 of CBQ Legacy, that's comic book queers, your one-stop shop for all things gay and X-Men. Are there other gay X-Men podcasts out there? Yes, there are. We we do more. But but are they as funny as us? No. But we love them all. But we're the funny ones. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Welcome to the funny podcast. And it's not just about X-Men. Okay. It's also about the magicians. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is, and it's pretty much just about Emma Frost, uh, but welcome. Uh, if you are like us, hopefully you are staying at home uh, reading many more comic books. See, look, silver lining on the whole thing. We have time, time with our books. Yeah, and I will say it's um, it's a crazy Morrison. world right now. Because What? I'm just naming authors. Duggan and... And all the greats. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will say it's just very weird because just starting as of last week, um, reading comics, I have a, you're now reading, you know, you're reading an alternate reality <laughs> because, uh, elaborate. You, what do you mean? Well, it's just at first you're like, oh, this could be our world. But now these comics, <laughs> they're living in a world where everything's fine except for the superhero stuff. So I'm just like, oh, this is another reality that I'm reading. Not only because they're superheroes, but also because people are just touching each other and hanging out with <laughs> oh, their yeah. friends. Oh, look, there's somebody, I read a panel of someone touching their face and I was like, oh God, oh. Yeah, it's exactly. Okay yeah, like you're, re- every, you're looking at everything differently. Um, how, just, and I know we, it's, it's an awkward question to ask people, but I, our readers sure. probably want to know, how are you, Brett? Are you okay? Well, I think, yeah, we're fine. I So um, I work in the uh, large live events business. So um, business ain't exactly a boom in right now. And um, professionally, things are dicey. Um, And and mental health-wise, things are dicey. How are you, Evil Jeff? Um, I work in the entertainment business at um, RuPaul's Drag Race. And as you may know, everything has been shut down, the production, everything. So I technically am still editing, but when we've run out of things to edit, I don't know what's going to happen to me. Well, the world needs content now more than ever before. So something something will happen. Something will happen. And, uh, And I will say it's not a good time to be a hypochondriac, and it's not a good time to have anxiety disorder. So... There you go. It's not not a good time, though, at the same time. Uh, but how, how much weed are you needing to smoke? Uh, a lot. And so our service, 
was on hiatus for a little bit, but went back into action today, and we got a ton. There you go. There yeah. you go. So we're okay. We're feeling good. We're feeling good. Uh, last night, I tried a Netflix party with my friends. It did not work. Yeah. Um, it only worked for half of us. Uh, Netflix party is a Google Chrome extension where you can watch a movie together synced up as well as chat, maybe video chat. I think I think just audio, not even audio, maybe just typing. And what did you watch? Uh, we watched the movie 2012, an apocalypse movie. Why? Why? Why would you watch an apocalypse movie when the apocalypse is actually happening? Because what's happening on TV was worse, if you can believe it, than what was happening outside. So it it, it framed what was happening outside. You're like, I'm not that bad. I'm, I'm not that bad. <laughs> it could be worse. A Mayan prophecy could be coming to life and the earth could be crumbling. Oh, my goodness. Which is the plot of 2012. Terrible movie. And also two hours and 40 minutes long. And also the cast... In 2009, we're casting John Cusack and Amanda Peet in leading roles. What are we doing? That's the real disaster. No one I'm glad that th- this new decade might be awful with this coronavirus, but at least we've 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 wised up that John Cusack sucks. He's terrible. He's awful. How did he get so famous for a while? I don't know. Like don't what's know a big what's him. a mo- an amazing movie that he did? Better off dead. Yeah, but that <laughs> All right, that is a pretty good movie. Oh, like like a, like a truly amazing movie like a What was that one where it turned out all the characters were inside of his head? Oh, Identity? That is the worst and the worst part is is then the movie adaptation had come out where they were making fun of that plot line and then the movie Identity actually came out actually had that plot line. like they actually had that plot line of like uh, uh i hate do you know there's a porn star called john cute sack oh cute sack <laughs> let's get him on the show uh yeah let's do it yeah listen comic books are never going to be more important and vital than they are moving forward so let's not get him on the show let's keep it about the comic books yes do we have any um hot topics Because what are you going to pick? Oh, hot Hot topics. topics. Um, Do we? Yeah, we sure do. Um, I'm sure I can think of one. Do you have anything? I do. I have a beef. What's your beef? Um, Who handles the Twitter account for comic books? That'd be me. That'd be me. Our new intern, Christine. Say hi, Christine. No, don't. Um, (laughs) She, we're thinking of putting her on it next week, but she's still learning Twitter. Why? Well, um... I just realized that I am I am chopped liver in this. I'm the chopped liver in this podcast. <laughs> chopped liver? Everyone is here for you. No, that's not true. Everyone is here for you. No, that's only partially true. <laughs> um, Why do you say that? Well, there, somebody, somebody did a mention. <laughs> Let's see if I can. Uh-huh. I wish I had had it brought up. Yes, Where is it? This is why they come for me. I do. I'm prepared. Um, why? It was just here a second ago. Did you get? Did you tweet a whole shitload of yourself? A tweet a whole shitload of myself. Did you tweet a shitload on here? Okay, here we go. This is uh, Erdemus, I believe. Sure. Yeah. Who's probably going to be listening to this? Better um, be. He put. I look forward to you guys every week, mostly. Oh. Brett, if Thank we're you. being honest, <laughs> and we are, 
But it's I've grown to love the evil Jeff too. He um, likes you too. Yeah, grown to love. Meaning in the beginning, he was like, get that faggot off of here so I can keep jerking off to Brett's voice. <laughs> Apparently that's what's going on. And that is like, okay, I Why's get it. Be about sex? I get it. No one, you know, no one, everyone thinks I'm a bitch when they first meet me. No one likes me. I understand my voice is very annoying. I get it. But here is the resp- official comic book queers response. Thank you. And yes, <laughs> Evil Jeff really is more of an acquired taste. <laughs> How dare you? All right. I have a very um, clear reason why I replied that way. <laughs> I did not think you read our Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, well, it uh, happens look, when know. you tag me. <laughs> look, I don't up. know. I didn't. I hardly even think you're on Twitter. I don't know how to reply on the CBQ page. Like, I don't even know how to post. I don't know what voice to use. Like, sometimes I use my voice. Sometimes I say I. Sometimes I say we. Like, I'm a brand. Sometimes I use a sassy brand voice. And I, it's just, okay, I'm not at my best on Twitter. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I don't know my own voice. I get it. I get it. I'm the worst. And um... no, I think (laughs) when I listen to our high school all over again, it's you who I connect with. I can't even connect with my own voice. Oh, is that a, I listen to our show because of you. Um, but I did in that listing, some people did say nice things to me. And then the homo superiors said that they gave us a shout out in their podcast. Mm hmm. So Homo Superiors, we're shouting you out too. Yay. We love the Homo Superior podcast. We hope you're did safe you listen and to it? Do you know, know what they everyone is safe and healthy. Did you know what they said about us? Yes, I do. What did they say? Um, they just gave us a shout out. Oh, they were just like, listen to us. They weren't like, hey. Yeah. Listen to the they show because no, they, no, they had no the, like specific message. The guy Brett is amazing, but the evil Jeff guy's really annoying. They didn't say anything. Like I mean, that. I'm the one that met them in person, so maybe they did say that. I know, I get it. I get that's what it is. is you're the I'm the one that's out there. You're the you're the one that's charming. And I will say this, I am not charming. I'm not charming at all. You're more chafing. <laughs> I wear on people. <laughs> that's how I got and, my last boyfriend. I had to wear him down. Do you know how many times I, you rejected me when I wanted him to be my boyfriend? He was like, no. Oh, Joe? No. Yes. He was like, no, 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 no. And finally, he was like, come out and hang out with my friends on my birthday. And I was like, "Um, that's something a boyfriend does. So I'm not doing it unless we're boyfriends. And he was like, that's right. You're my boyfriend now. Yeah. And then he was like, fine. I guess we're boyfriends. So that that's that's what I'm dealing with. <laughs> hey, what's going on in the world of comic book news, though? Um, how about I'm really fearful that we're never going to see a Marvel phase five. That's where I'm at. Well, Black Widow being pushed back. New, well, New Mutants wasn't Phase Five, but like uh, Loki has stopped filming. WandaVision has stopped filming. If if for some reason there isn't a continuation of the MCU, I'm gonna go ham, uh, home and master. It's all gonna happen. It's just everything's gonna be put on pause until. Oh. But that's the thing. The pause. It could just be a few months, or it could be until we get a vaccine, which would be next year. Which means there could be a big long year where there's just not any new TV shows or movies coming out. And do you know what that means? There's going to be a ton of 
cartoons and comics. Yeah. Because those things can be done Cartoons and comics. Like yep. Joe, Joe's a storyboard and artist. CGI. And, and he was like, we're all fine. <laughs> like at DreamWorks, he's like, <gasps> everyone can work from home. Yeah. And do you know what? This is going to push forward that technology of like, why even have real actors? Today's animation is so realistic. We can just bring James Dean, quote unquote, back from the dead and star him in a movie. Oh, he's so hot. Can we That's him? what's going to happen. Can we have him in a gay porn? Yes. People are going to do it. Well, deep fakes. I mean, all that. Oh, my God. Oh, oh We're my not going to know what's real. Now this is I'm the beginning thinking, of the Matrix. I'm just thinking about James Dean, Montgomery Clift, and like Gregory Peck and Marlon Brando in their prime in some kind of gay redone movie. All right. Sorry. I'm just, See, this I'm, is what you should be working on. If you, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of dream people, this is a little bit of a segue. Dream um, people that I'm in love with. Uh, Henry Golding, the hot husband from Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is starring in a gay movie that's going to come out. Really? Yes. Full on making out with some hot dude. You know, that's hot because he's my top choice for Namor if we ever get him (gasps) in the MCU. Yes. He really is. Oh, and speaking of Asian actors in the MCU, I started watching Kim's Convenience. He isn't he hot over the past few days? Isn't he hot? Simu it's so funny. It's a really Shang-Chi. funny. It's a, such a funny show. It's a show, great right? show. We yeah. binge watched the hell of it. We couldn't. We couldn't. We were like, okay, another episode. Okay, another yeah. episode. Uh, but he, he's a lot more like I've never seen him perform. I've only seen him on Twitter. I love him. He's a lot more sexy and charming and funny than I, than I expected. Mm-hmm. He's well, that's, real, that's, real good. But that's, that's the funny thing is, is that's why he's like, he's like the dumb sex pot on the show. He's like a himbo. I and love I it. Love it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I want them to go like the himbo route for Shang-Chi, like kind of <laughs> dumb, like got dr- drunk and stumbled his way through a fight. Like thinks he has deep, opinions about stuff but not really oh, I but he can that. kick ass so he knows how to but, kick and ass and he's very well meaning but he's real stupid so some girl kind of has to like tell him what to do yeah like point yeah oh oh i'd love that which is kind of his character on kim's convenience and i'm here for it I'm also i will say speaking scenes. of kim's convenience though the daughter is the oh worst <laughs> she was in a movie i saw on an airplane called loose which got a lot of Independent Spirit Award nominations. It had Octavia Spencer in it. it oh, was yeah. pretty good. She was in that. And when Kim, Kim's Convenience came out, I'm like, ooh, where do I know her? Oh, it's a girl from Loose. Oh, my God. That one scene she was in was real difficult to get through. Um, and I think she's fine as an actress. Just her character on the show is awful. Oh, yeah. She's a total brat. Um, uh, she is. Well, I mean, she's pretty sympathetic, though, don't you think? I say, How far, how many seasons are you into it? Oh, I'm only into like, I'm in like six episodes of the first season. What do I know? Oh, okay. By the fifth season, she's insufferable. Fifth? <laughs> and everyone kind of hates her. There's an ongoing joke of the mom is just like, oh, I have to hang out with her. Like, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I hope anyway, we see him in this movie. So that's the weird thing is that this is going to be a prime time for comics. Comics are going to start shining now. Yeah. Here for it. Um, and that's And I read thing. a ton. I know. Well, here's, I did not because I was busy checking if I was having shortness of breath with my panic attacks. Yeah. If it was physical or mental. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. 
Could but be COVID, I, could be panic. We don't know. Is it panic or am I just waiting to exhale? Oh. Cue the music. Welcome to the world of X-Men. Hey, did you ever want the world of X-Men to be real? Oh, I sure hey. do. Because Me you know too. What, you know what there is on Krakoa? There's medicine. life-saving medicine. <laughs> Let's get Probably that medicine going. COVID-19. Like, where the fuck is that? Because that's the can thing. Can I get like, the Krakoa virus? How can you even address the Krakoa, the coronavirus in the X-Men world? Because Krakoa already established that they have medicine that can cure everything. Oy, oy, oy. If if this were if X Men were real, people would be blaming the coronavirus on Krakoa right now. Oh, they would say Trump the X Men would be calling it. it the Krakoa virus. Yeah. He would be oh, calling of it course. That. Well, now it's China and America are both trying to say that each other made it. Gross. Uh, but there's two weeks of X books we should be talking about. Two weeks. So we have. Let's just do a list so we'd make sure. There's uh, X Men. We had that X Men number eight. New Mutants. We had that. Excalibur. We had that. X-Force. Yes, and a new one. Which one? Cobla. Cable. Oh, Cable. Right, right, right. Cobla. 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 Um, yeah, so we got five. All right, let's get into it. Uh, which one do let's you Let's talk about Cobla. Cobla? Uh, okay. What did you think? I loved it. Um, I had some problems with it. Oh, all right. Let's take it. Let's go. Let's just, let's journey through it. So you love the opening, right? Yes. Yes. There's the whole entire, all the Wolverine people are doing Russian roulette with their. No, no, wait, no, 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 no. Wait, no. Oh, wait. What what happens? Wait, which one is that in? Cable is the arena where people are doing the one-on-one battles. Oh, it's the arena. Battles. Shit. Wait, yeah. no, is that... Which one is that in? Is that X-Men? No. no. Oh, oh, the one you're talking about? No, is that is X-Force. X-Force. That's X-Force. That's we'll the thing. There. All this shit takes place on Krakoa, so they've all literally just blended together yeah. at this point. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Like, it's I, the like, arena. I, like, visualize the art. Do you have up the, the, the battles that happened in the arena? Oh, okay. So we have Cable fighting, first of all, Uncle Logan which I love um, yes. in this like arena, which was on the map back in the day during house of X. Like they had an arena marked off, but this um, arena is just people fighting each other. It's just one-on-one battles. I mean, it's friendly. People are possibly gambling on the outcomes, but the first data page in cable number one, by the way, by Jerry Duggan and Phil Noto. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's the official record of combat in the quarry. I'm sorry, the quarry, not the arena. Um, oh, the arena is where you fight apocalypse for all that weird resurrection stuff. Um, the quarry, and they have the record of wins and losses in each battle. And I have to say, I wanted to sit with this page for a good amount of minutes imagining these battles. Well, there's some battles where you're like, um, can we get a flashback to that battle, please? Right? And it's interesting that Callisto seems to be... She's like the main... She's Has she fought the most? Who's fought the most? Callisto? Yeah, but isn't it... You taught me Callisto because I never knew what Callisto's powers were. And you taught me like she essentially never gets tired. So I love she, that. 
Well, yeah, she basically is always at the peak of of her physical yeah. of her physical prowess. She's always at her complete absolute peak. Yeah. So there, to me, there is a really cool story in her fighting Jumbo Carnation. This is the same writer as Marauders. Yeah. So in Marauders, Callisto gives Jumbo Carnation that knife and is like, you know, use this to protect yourself. Essentially implying that she was going to teach him how to fight. So I think like this battle to me is her teaching the story I've written in my head is the continuation of that. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, it's amazing. Also, Silver Samurai is a mutant. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. I never knew that. And he's like super bad. And him and Wolverine super hate each other. So I just find it very <laughs> Not weird. Anymore. I know. It's just so weird seeing them be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, I'm the referee. Uh, hey, just <laughs> fair play. Okay, on three. Um, love that Artie and Leech are verified. On the island, I was not sure if they were still with the Future Foundation. Now, how would they even? How would they? Because if if Leech just and Artie just, just makes like, images, okay. Artie just makes yeah. images, and then Leech makes the images not happen, then they just punched each other. <laughs> okay, like, right? Yeah, it was it was a it was a fair fight. It was actually the most fair fight of all of them. Um, so let's go over these really quick. So we did Callisto, it was Cable versus Wolverine, Cable won. Callisto, Jumper, Carnation, of course Callisto won. Callisto versus Fish, who the fuck is Fish? Is that Sammy the Fish Boy? <laughs> I don't know. The one who Juggernaut was in love with and Black Tom killed? Oh. From Chuck Austin's run? Oh, right. And then he was like a Fish tree talking to, to Juggernaut? Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, Kane, you know, that wasn't me. All right, whatever. Callisto then goes against Pyro. Which Pyro? Probably our Pyro, because it's hilarious that he lost. Um, Leech and Artie. Then here's the one. This one was literally Gay Knight. So this was on, Gay Knight at the quarry. <laughs> gay Knight at the quarry. Dazzler versus Jubilee. Who can out sparkle? Now, is there any doubt? Like if you had oh, if for stop. Dazzler versus Jubilee was like who would you put your money on? Is there any doubt who uh, you put your money on? Dazzler. Yeah, of course Dazzler. And just even not only is she clearly going to be a better fighter, but her power set I think is just much more vast than Jubilee Although, could just blow shit up. The end of the last Excalibur. We can talk well, about that. We will get to that in a later. second cuz I want to get into why Jubilee um, is a horrible mother and should have her child taken away from her. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Um, okay, anyway, we'll get to that with Excalibur. Okay, so then Wolves Bane versus Pyro. That's weird. Yeah. Um, it's just funny that Pyro keeps losing. It's 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 Jerry Duggan's Pyro, so, you know. Yes. Yeah. And here's M versus Bishop, and M wins. Oh. Interesting. Magma versus Firestar. That never happened. The least attended one. <laughs> <laughs> Rogue versus Havoc. I would. Ooh, I mean, I want to see. I want to see that one. I would sugar. love yeah. to see that one. What have Rogue and Havoc been on teams other than Australia? Um. Ooh, good question. Um. I'm gonna say no. Maybe though, but I'm gonna say no. Do you remember? 
Although this was Dazzler. Do you remember? There was one in the Australian Outback, and I don't know why it's coming to me. And it was right when, like, biker shorts. Oh, wait, Uncanny Avengers together. Oh, yes. Oh, you're right. Of course. Anyway, do you remember back in the 80s when biker shorts became popular and, like, body glove? And yeah. there's Jim Lee just started taking over and he. Oh, and they went jogging? And they went jogging, but it was like. And oh, then I Rogue was. Exactly but it was Dazzler and Havoc, right? I love that. Image. It was um, Dazzler and Havoc, and then. Yeah, with those bodies that shot, and then Rogue was wearing Dazzler's like skating outfit, and, she and then she like gets in into a fight, and she was like, "You hussy!" Yeah, and she's like, "I just wanted to look like a star. <laughs> I just wanted to look like a star." Like Rogue, you're super hot. Like, what you? Okay. <laughs> well, oh, someone just posted a meme of like <laughs> social distancing champion of twenty. Oh, yeah, someone texted me that. Yeah. Um. The next fight is Esme and Irma. Esme totally cu- cheated. The cuckoos. Um, and uh, so that's interesting. Because that's also what did the other sisters, the other sisters don't help. Hmm. Right. And then the next one, Nightcrawler versus Blink. So a teleportation. A draw. Oh, it was a draw because they just kept teleporting. <laughs> just keep teleporting. Okay. it's We're, we're tired. And then who, here's the one that I want to know about. Oh, so funny. Gorgon versus Magic. <laughs> disqualified what did she do what do you think she did oh, do you think like, she brought a demon up yeah she pulled some nasty shit <laughs> so fun so then um cable is talking to armor and pixie who seem to be two supporting characters of this book sure stop trying I mean, to make maybe armor is even a love interest uh, yeah, no, well, maybe they had that mo. Okay, they do what they do in all Korean dramas where the people they, like kind of fall and they get like their lips get really oh. close to each other and they're like, oh, what's this? And they just kind of stare at each other for a second. They had that meet cute moment. So you're like, well, clearly they're going to fall for each other. Clearly. And they happen upon this little shit. <laughs> Sorry, this little girl named Curse. She was in. Um, Marauders once. Oh yeah? She's like she she said something pretty nasty to Kitty and then like Kitty turned around with like some anime that was a meme. They were parodying a meme. And Kitty was like, And aren't you the little girl that everyone wants to fight? Kitty was really mean to her. Anyway. Curse is she's all over the place and I like her. And then we have Fauna, who I'm not sure what gender Fauna is identifies as because i swear to god when fauna was in house of x oh wait a minute can we rewind to hot hot topics before i forget really quick yeah new warriors uh is is revealing they revealed their first (gasps) non-binary superhero oh my god i cannot believe we didn't talk about that there's two superheroes one's non-binary and i think the other one's their partner brother sister and their names did you hear what their names are Brett. Yeah, I actually ranted about. I'm surprised you didn't see them tweets. Did you rant in a good I, way or a bad way? No, a bad way. I went off. Okay, okay. Their names are Snowflake and Safe Space. Like what? And what are you I doing. Well, I get what they're trying I to get do. It. They're trying to like take back, reclaim. I can understand Snowflake like reclaiming that, but Safe Space. That is just that's awful. That's but it's it's gonna awful. be 
like they're not going to be able to pull off the subversion of it well and people are just going to jump they're going to like the toxic fans out there are going to create their own narrative that it's pandering and see, like, see, that's what they are, snowflakes and safe space. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And just... then if anyone speaks up in defense, it's just going to, like, validate the whole snowflake vibe. And it's the whole thing's a trap, and it was not thought out well. Yeah, I agree. It's like, it's like, don't, the, the fact that the person's non-binary, that's amazing. Don't then make their code name and all, like, super, like, why does that have to be a political journey? Like, can't just just the fact that they're a superhero and non-binary, can't that just be in of itself the thing? And it's it's from creators that I expect better from. It's The whole thing's very strange. I mean, I think back to, like, you know, North Star's first f- story was an AIDS baby in a dumpster. <laughs> so, I mean, here I we are again. I an AIDS baby. <laughs> I'm a fairy. I'm a fairy with an AIDS baby. Yeah. So we have to also count our blessings. It's not that bad. Right, exactly. It'll get better. It'll get better. It gets okay. better. Okay, all right. Back to Cable. Here's back where to Cable. Fauna goes off into the other island. What's the other island called again? Araco, I think. Araco. Or it was like a piece of Araco. Like, I don't know if the whole Araco came back. But it's where all the bad, weird creatures it's are. It's where the demonish, yeah. And they run into this big liony thing. And Fawn is like, he's hurt. And in my head, I was like, if he has a fucking splinter. Oh, absolutely. And this is the fucking Aesop's fable of the lion and the splinter. I'm going to barf. Like, what? And that's what it it was. But instead of a splinter, it's a sword. It's a sword. It's a sword. Sword, 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 sword. Or ten of swords. Ugh, I don't like that. It just seems so... It just seemed very derivative. It just seemed like well, I saw it coming. It just seemed predictable and it seemed kind of lame. But sure. you like it? <laughs> yeah, I think it's cute. I think it's cute um, because it's a sword. And I like that it's tying into characters I never expected to be in an X book, the Space Knights. Like like Rom the Space Knight, although not Rom. Are they? Have they been in? Are they a thing that's been established? They're like already? classic, yeah, seventies and eighties. Oh, okay. Rom the Space Knight was this like kind of popular book in I want to say the seventies, late seventies, early eighties, and then for some reason Marvel lost the rights to the character, and they they can't use Rom the Space Knight, but they can use the Space Knights. Right. So that's what these folks are. Oh, okay. And let's just talk about the twist at the end. Let's just get there. Okay. Talk about it. Did you expect it? Did you see it coming? What was your reaction when they revealed a character at the end? Earmuffs, everybody. Here comes a spoiler. It's Old Man Cable. He's alive. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, I, I, what is my biggest pet peeve that was happening like a year and a half ago? Two, oh, uh, what? Two of the same character in the oh, same yeah, time. Yeah. Oh, well, I got, I'm probably going to drop a bomb on you about two, uh, two of the, uh, another character coming up. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's, it's happening again. You might not have picked it up. It was very subtle. But I guess that's the thing is, so I guess what we need to figure out is, 
did that cable actually get killed or is this just another cable in the timeline bouncing around from he's a time guy yeah exactly my thing is if you're gonna i just like i like this new young cable and let's establish him don't bring back the other cable you know what i'm sure they're bringing back this older cable like temporarily just as a way to kind of frame young cable in some sort of juxtaposition approach (laughs) but that's the thing is does the old cable know everything that the young cable knows or is it splintered off somehow i don't know good question did the old cable know that he was eventually going to be killed by the young cable right i don't know i see time stuff it's a mind fuck man yeah, and sometimes, sometimes it's not the way to go, man. Sometimes, Ugh. sometimes it is. But you know what do you what? want to talk about next? Uh, let's talk about New Mutants. Yeah, sure. I don't think I want to talk about it for very long. I well, I want you to talk about it first because I literally have no idea what happened in it. I don't remember anything because I read it last week. What happened? In Thank it? you. The only thing, so truly, the only thing I like truly, truly, truly remember, um, and it sucks. Ooh, I didn't buy it. Oh, yes, I did. No, I didn't. I only bought the hard copy and I can't find it. It's in my pile. Uh, The only thing I remember is like, it feels like the two separate storylines were always meant to build who the final team was going to be. And I feel like this was the first issue where the actual lineup, the combination of the space story and the rural story. Yeah. Um combined and now we realize that's the new mutant team like it includes boom boom and includes chamber right oh oh okay now i remember there's a new mutant that's discovered yeah in and, a new in a country in an and, unfriendly uh, country and there's a new team of new mutants with boom boom and karma and uh and um and they, they decide to kind of go because cyclops is like hey you guys kind of went off the rails we just left for space with cypher like you can't fucking do that, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we're good. Don't don't tell me how to yeah, like, yeah, yeah. run my team." And meanwhile, behind her back, the team is like, "We're gonna fucking leave without her." And they kind of basically do what they're not supposed to do, and now we have some new reality warping mutant, and they all get sucked into the reality warp. Mm-hmm. And then Cipher, meanwhile, is building a team on the island to go rescue them, and he goes to. Um, the Mutant Liberation Front's camp where they live. And he goes to recruit, turns out, Wild Child. Wild Side? Wild Side, Wild Side. Oh, my God. Wild Side. Well, it's, he, he's kind of like, he, uh, he, like, disrupts powers. Isn't that what his powers are? Right? I think that's what his powers are. Like, he makes your powers go... Like stop working, Go, right? Like on, like on the wild side. Yeah, so I think maybe he's like, oh, if we bring you, then that person's powers won't affect him. Like he can actually go rescue that that person since everybody's since that person's powers is out of control. That's what so I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking up his powers. Um, it's the he actually hallucin inducement. So Wildside has the ability to disrupt a person's sense of reality. Oh, they're, the, oh they're, not their powers, not, their actual reality. Oh, yeah. so that's the thing. So if this person warps reality and he disrupts reality, he's hoping that it will like counterbalance. Yeah. That's a big gamble because you could either counterbalance and it nullifies or you just made a black hole. Oh, crazy. So listen to this. I don't think I realized this. As an effect of Mother Vine, which was that weird... Oof. Storyline uh, with the second mutations. Um, ooh, 
Gil's powers are not only restored to what they once were, but greatly augmented in various ways. So now, instead of hallucin inducement, he has, does this sound like anyone you know? Hallucination solidification. Whatever delusions his victors suffer from, he can make real. Just like Danny Moonstar did once. Uh, when are they going to bring that back? Bring it back. Can we, like, please? Maybe this is, ooh, maybe, maybe this is how. Maybe, uh, 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 I don't know, something happens to her during this mission, and she's like, oh, my God, I can all of a sudden make hallucinations, too. Oh, remember? I had all these powers that I've had this whole time. Oh, my God, now my name Mirage makes sense again. <laughs> and the fact that people are still, I never was on board with her shooting those little arrow daggers things. I hate them. That's funny. I forgot. I just remembered she was on the Mutant Liberation Front, and that was she had that power when she was when she had that like costume that covered her whole face. Was she undercover or was she? At, that wasn't during X Force, right? right? That was or like after. that whole period of time when, like, remember where's uh where's a siren? Oh, she's in um. Oh man, I saw her in uh the preview pages of something upcoming. X-Factor? Either X-Factor or Hellions. I can't remember. Interesting. But that was like, there was that whole long period where X-Force had Siren and then Danny Moonstar finally came, like when Danny Moonstar finally came back to X-Force and like, like X-Force around like 40 to 50, I, I, then it started getting good again. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. I remember the Mutant Liberation Front. Did they start in X-Factor? The the Madrox uh, Havoc X-Factor from the 80s? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, were they before I thought that? the Cable, the Cable X-Force. They started there because I thought that all, yeah. because that all was at the same time. So they f- were first in X-Force and then showed up in X-Factor. Okay. They were like, they were part of, uh, 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 I want to say like the, like right when X Force New Mutants became X Force, they they came soon after. Yeah, but that right when that happened, the new X Factor with like uh, Peter David and Strom. Oh, sure, sure, was sure, happening, and sure. they showed up in there too. All right, sure. I I'm all for this. I actually now I that I'm them. remembering it, I'm like, this was pretty good. <laughs> Although Speaking another reality mutant. warping Omega level mutant. I know. Like, stop it. Let's have her die. I know. That little girl needs to die. Sorry. Yeah, her her purpose is to somehow give Danny Moonstar her original powers back. Okay. Okay, so let's move on to X-Men. X-Men number eight. The brood attack. Wait, can we can we just have one bad guy for a bit? <laughs> no. Here's can a new one. We have one bad guy for a bit. And okay, so there's and I just another thing is did you did you see the huge plot hole? What? Okay, so the brood is coming because Wolvesbane stole this egg in New Mutants. Yep. And booty. this egg is what the brood can sense it a galaxy away. And what what's what do they want the egg for? What does it do? Nothing. They just liked it. They're just like, it'll look great on my mantle. Um they want this egg. Wolvesbane stole it. So all the brood is coming. And of course, little brew. The, oh, I love Brew in this. He's so funny. Brood, he's like, oh my God, you have this egg. That's why they're all coming. So they're like, we need to get this off planet as soon as possible. 
So here's where I am confused. We then, they, they get, they take the egg on a ship and start flying away. When they have a gateway to uh, Cannonball's house galaxies away that they could be in one second. Um, sure. Why would you want to bring the brood to Cannonball's house? Here's the, here's the rib. You just have, for a permanent job, do, 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 someone on either end of the gate. <laughs> just pass it back and forth. All right, the brood's almost at Earth. <laughs> the brood's like, oh, oh, now we gotta go back. Yeah, that's what I would do. But at least yeah, then- sure, great. But but I'm saying then if what? you could if you could take that egg galaxies away and then have them get in a spaceship and take it somewhere, uh, you have a way more of a head. You have a lot more of a head start. Okay, I mean, sure. I think there's also brood in deep space, and they'll be like, "Hey, cousins, it's near you now." Anyway, I just I feel like we're at the point now where there's too many dangling plot threads. Like, where's fucking X twenty three and uh. Darwin and uh who's the other one in there? Oh yeah. Um yep. Um The Gen X Sink. guy. Sink. 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 Where the fuck Hello. We'll what, get there. What are they now 2000 years old? Can this to me it? feels like it's setting up um Empire. Oh, is the Bruce This part to me of feels Empire? like it's setting up Empire and they're going to have X-Men in space. Oh, for God. Empire. So, speaking of X-Men in space, did you catch um that there's two of the same character running around. What? What? Where? In the data page at the end, when it was um, someone's report on uh, the Shear Battle Records report no. about what happened after, you know, rise and fall of the Shear Empire, whatever that was. No. What did it say? It said um, the Shear Battle Record re the fault an after action report of the events surrounding the War of the Kings. Thank you. Yeah, and I just the death skimmed of that. Lalandra. Yeah. Um, so it's a gladiator, you know, he wound up being super guardian, black bolt. He was killed at the end and he was in the fault, but no one knows how he got back alive. And then, uh, Vulcan was also killed, um, at the end of war of the Kings. And that's why they resurrected okay. him. Yeah. Krakoa. All right. I did. So, oh, but did they resurrect him or is that oh, yes. one that's so, so they no, did say they resurrected re- him. Yes. So they resurrected him, but now them saying that he didn't die means there's a good Vulcan and an evil Vulcan? That is correct. Oh, f- I didn't put that together. Shit. Yeah, man. Well, that's no good. That's no good. I like good Vulcan. Uh, I don't know about you. He's a slut. He's a slut, and I like him. Him and Petra and Sway, they have got something going on. Yeah, were they all fucking, or were they just getting drunk together? Yeah. Well, they probably. Well, I guess know. everyone's fucking. Little, everyone's little fucking everyone. Thigh touch. They're is, all fucking. I wonder at this point now is incest okay? Like what? The, no. Is that... <laughs> no, that's why everyone hates Fenris. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they, like, there are whenever... some rules. <laughs> I actually, speaking of safe space and um, snowflake, I did see like a group photo of the new warriors with them in it. And they were like embracing. I'm like, why 
like, can somebody teach Marvel how siblings act? <laughs> like, oh, like the are they brother and sister? I thought they were a couple. Yeah. I saw no, that picture. I thought that they were lovers. That's brother, I think and, sister. brother and sister. What kind of Angelina Jolie? What, what are we doing? And her brother, weird Oscar Why? shit is that? We have Fenris. We have the weird Ultimate Universe Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Like, you know what, what this reminds me of? Did you, ever see, did you ever see the movie House of Yes with Parker Posey? Oh, I love it. You be her and I'll be him. That was that. That's a fun incest movie, guys. <laughs> oh my! When Freddie Prince Jr. finds out that his brother and sister are fucking. Oh my! Freddie God. Prince Jr. has never been hotter than in that movie. Never been hotter. Never oh been hotter. God. And Tori Spelling is really good in it. If anyone she is was, really good. If in anyone it. wants to say Tori Spelling is a bad actress, I'm like, watch this movie. She's really good in it. No, she's really good. I need to watch that again. Oh, me I, too. Actually, actually. When I was in grad school, quick side story. When I was in grad school, a friend of mine that I was doing stuff with, all of her artwork, her photos, were of naked pictures of her and her brother. So I was like, are they fucking? What? So I was like, what is that? What is going on? And we just met. We just started going to school together. And then she ended up becoming like one of my best friends. But anyway, so I was like, I'm going to show. They were like, come over and watch a movie. So with her and her brother that are doing this, that I suspected that they might be having an incestual affair. I was like, let's watch yeah. House of Yes. And oh, I no. sat there and put that movie on and kept looking and you over them. to see how they were reacting. And then finally, oh God, like. So Hamlet. But they didn't react and they loved the movie. And then finally, after a while, I got pretty close to her. And finally, I was like, what is the deal with you and your brother? I was like, you guys act like. <laughs> and she's like, what? We're fucking. <laughs> you guys act like you're fucking. And then she goes, I know, isn't it hilarious? And I was like, what? She's like, she's like, yeah, I think it's so funny. And okay. I was like, but you're not. She's like, ew, no, no. I just like people to think we are. <laughs> ew. <laughs> But She's then like, the I mean, brother would, got really but... annoyed and ended up was like, all right, you need to fucking stop because the brother was kind of unaware of all this. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, well, um, House of Yes, good movie. Watch it. Good movie. X-Men. Anything else in the X-Men we need to discuss? Um, not in that issue. I'd love to move on. Yeah, let's move on. X-Force. X-Force. Uh, um, I just want to talk about that two-page spread all day. The Tiki? The the green what I think it's called the green bar the green it was like a tiki lagoon. it was like a tiki hut oh god there was so much story in those two pages of so many mutants at the bar the central bar on Krakoa yeah with oh god it was just one big bar orgy um, what were some of your favorite little do you have it in front of you Benny Chance um, I'm gonna pull it up I do remember like Dazzler's singing she's yeah with a shark girl on the bongos <laughs> and Layla Cheney. I, that's how come Leela Cheney? There's another thing. Give the egg to Leela Cheney. She's oh, a transgalactic teleporter. Everywhere, don't you understand this? They established in the beginning of that issue that there are brood everywhere. Oh, for Christ's sakes! Well, um, I noticed that Monet is talking to Maggot, which is crazy. <laughs> Why um, is that crazy? It's crazy. I don't know. I just, that's the first thing that popped out of me. I'm like, that's so weird that those two are talking to one another. I hope they get together. And then it's weird, this, this spin the bottle. Cause that's the one thing is it's, um, it's also, if you notice X, they're, they're still not X 23 is still not there. 
And all of them are just partying, yeah. even though... They're all just the whole, whole family, even Gabby, finally. They're just, Gabby. They're, they're like, fuck it, who cares that she's trapped somewhere for a thousand years? <laughs> She'll be fine. <laughs> She'll be fine. There's your precious little siren. She's hanging out with that crew. Oh, you're right. Right but next to Matrox. The, Ooh, here's the Matrox. other interesting thing is I, I just is Dakin Dakin and Wolverine are just hanging out. Um Wolverine killed Dakin. Like Look, it's I a want, new day. I know, but I, I kind of want there to be like just a like soap opera sides. Like just yeah. one where it's like hey, just shit, uh, maybe Dakin doesn't remember. Oh, they probably took it out. Oh, because that's the thing we Ooh. can talk about in X Force. Oh um, God! Uh, but first, still this Tiki Hut. Is there anything? Is there? Was there anything like what is going on? I like that Nightcrawler is stealing a beer. Nightcrawler is stealing a beer. It's so cute. Um, Christian Frost is sneaking away with somebody up in the top corner. Wait, <gasps> you're what? Who is that? I don't know. It's not Iceman. No, Iceman's way on the other side next to Bedlam. Christian Frost. Oh, he's... And then Anoli is pouring the drinks. Is he old enough to do that? Uh, it's Krakoa. Huh. We have, um, first of all, all the way on the left by Iceman, Emma Frost with Jumbo and Callisto, new besties. Yes. On the opposite side, we see Lesbian Bling talking to... What was that annoying girl from... Transonic. Transonic from uh, Hope. Was it Generation Hope? Was that yeah, one? the Five Lights. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is. This seems like fun. So it's so fun. The, to me, the funniest thing ever, though, is the page before it where Jean is looking in her drink saying, it's harder to know what's right and wrong anymore. And Scott is, is like just so over it, drinking out of a straw. Like... Shut up. <laughs> He's like, bitch, I created Black Ops X-Force. He's like, don't even. <laughs> and, then, then, and then when you pan out and they're at the party, she's saying that to Apocalypse. She's talking to Apocalypse? That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. She's yeah. like, you know what I mean, Apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, um, Forge is hitting on have... Storm. Oh, Forge is hitting, and Forge is such a douchebag these days. I can see Storm being like, "Fuck, I was married to Black Panther. Fuck off." I know. Get your little dick. Forge your Forge yourself a bigger dick, asshole. Oh, Forge screams, "Little dick!" I want to know who Christian Frost is sleeping with. Seriously, and I want to know who that demon man caressing Mister Sinister. Yeah, is. what gay shit is that? There is so much gay shit happening in this image. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want there to be a love story with Dakin. Hopefully it'll happen in X Factor. Oh, and I like Sebastian Shaw's throwing up. All right. Oh, it absolutely will. Um, Is he throwing up or did that like fish thing take a shit there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and is that lifeguard on the bottom left from Chris Claremont's Extreme X-Men? Maybe. And I love that the blob is bartending. Finally, we see Freddie Dukes. What about who are the who are the people sitting up next to the werewolves? Is that Domino? That werewolf skull? The Oh, you know what? People online are saying that that's actually the skull of, you'll like this, um, Sim, the demon from Inferno. Oh. People are saying that's his skull. Okay. is who? And then you get the Shadow King's hat um, to the right of it. Is that Domino or Tempest? Uh, where? Sitting, ne- oh, like, f- sitting there. Next to Anoli? 
No, 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 no. Where that skull is, up in the, the lower right-hand corner. Like, all the way, like, super close to the camera. Lower right... Oh, lower right... Oh! Oh! That, there's, oh, like, yeah, a couple that's Ava Bell. There. Yeah, sorry, I was looking totally... The, uh, the sim I'm talking about is um to the left of Anoli. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, we're... Oh, or is it, like... Is that Sauron? Oh! <gasps> I don't know. Oh, my God, is... I think that's Sauron. But who is that Tempest and who is she with? I don't know. It's got to be one of the five. They're all it's fucking. It's not gold balls. All of they're them all, are they're fucking. fucking. I love Tempo from the Mutant Liberation Front with her yellow helmet on to match her yellow bikini. <laughs> uh, but pages. I will say with this, um, the next thing is, it turns out the last thing before she died, Domino requested to remember everything. And I think right. Colossus said... Oh, she requested not to remember everything. Yeah, I think it's totally Colossus. Because she's like, like, oh, I don't remember it. No, No, it's not Xavier. It's fucking Colossus. Colossus made the call. So that's going to come up at some point. Um, And I will say everything after this was garbage. I don't care about these plants. I mean, it was standard. The plant people. It looked like the movie Annihilation. Didn't it kind of remind you of that? It did. It did. And it was, was, but not interesting. Right. I just didn't care. Yeah, There's a I weird like that Black being. Tom is going to see some action. But whatever. But okay. So, fuck you, X-Force. Now let's go on to Excalibur. Oh my goodness. What did you I feel? I Excalibur. I was not crazy about this issue. Well, it was kind of like a like a in, in-between issue. You know what I mean? It's like, it okay, a, we completed that part of the I mission. But I am kind of like, what? This is how well, you're going to treat the, this? I love the White Witch turn out to be uh, Courtney Ross or Saturnine. Love that. Yeah, I do love, I love that. The, but I then love the tension between the Braddock twins. This is so crazy. Brian's off the deep end. He just can't accept that sword. He can't accept the sword. Uh, Megan is now a spy for the for love working with Megan Pete the spy. Wisdom. Love the, it. The 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 uh, the Akaba. What is, is that? How you say it? I can never remember. Yes, yeah, sure. The Akaba yeah. clan, they're just like, well, who wants to die? And someone's like, I'll die. And then I'll it's like, it. I hate that shit. I, that creepy cult, I, I want to commit suicide thing is just so gross to me. It was kind of well, like it's, in it's, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's religion. Witch. Remember that Sabrina the Teenage Witch were like, oh, I want to be eaten. Everyone eat me for yeah, Satan. Yeah. Like that shit was, I don't like Ugh. that. Bothers me. Well, um, but here's the thing that I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, you you have a baby jubilee. That is a baby. That is like a year old baby, and you are taking a baby just because that baby is a dragon. You're taking it into battle. You're taking like a year old baby a into baby. Yeah, you are a bad mother. And he got jubilee. shot, and the baby gets your baby shot. got shot. Your baby just got shot and dropped to his death, and then she goes all crazy with her powers, like, "Oh, don't you touch my baby!" And then she like shoots her powers crazy. And like blows up half of those weird. What are those things called? White lights or oh that yeah, work the, for the, Courtney Ross or, or the is Starlight it? Citadel folk. And but then I'm like, did she, did she just die? How did she jump and survive that blast? She basically just jumped, know. fell to her death, and exploded all of them, and then landed in the explosion. So I'm like, when I. They- when I when I saw them shoot Shogo, I was like, they just shot a baby. Because <laughs> that baby's not a mutant, so that so the baby can't come back, right? The poor baby. Yeah, that's fucked up. Take her kid away from her. 
take Give that kid sinister away. apocalypse yeah i'm done with that and i my thing is i i need more explanation of what the fuck is going on what happened to roma what happened to merlin uh what happened to the um to all of the what did, did was did something happen with uh, all of the other Captain Britons. Did that happen in X-Force? Yeah, they were killed. X-Force? That happened in that Oh, run. they say they were killed. I didn't, um, yeah, I thought, I have to look back. I'm not sure. Because uh, that's when Betsy killed Jamie the first time. Yeah. Was in that run. So I'm, st- and then the other thing is, Courtney Ross is dead and became the evil Saturn 9. And then... Did they switch back? What happened to the uh, Saturn? I don't try to think of the original run. Like I remember Saturnine killing Courtney Ross and then going around pretending she was Courtney Ross, and then it turned out Courtney Ross was like another parallel version of Saturnine. Yes, yes, and but that's then as far as my mind. But is then the regular Saturnine, where where did she come back? So I'm just kind of like I want some more explanation of what's going on, and I also felt where they were all like when Apocalypse's big head just showed up. That was kind of dumb. She's like, he's staring at us. <laughs> don't worry, we I don't think... hear the bells, and then the bells start ringing. They um they show Rogue Richter, Jubilee, and Gambit in like Captain Britain uniforms at the end for some reason. I think um, that is. I think she pulled from the multiverse and the millions of multiverses. Oh, here's a version of the Captain Britain. Oh, oh, gotcha. Jubilee, yeah. Or this is where Jubilee. But well, but Gambit I was like, looks fantastic. But didn't the multiverse collapse upon itself in Secret Wars? Yeah, but then Franklin created new ones. And I don't think that applies for Otherworld. Oh, that's so complicated. So there's the Fra- there's the collapsed worlds of Secret Wars, the Franklin new created worlds, and then the Otherworld? Sure. But though the Otherworld is the nexus to the multiverse. I don't know. Oh, so complicated. You know what I want? Can they bring back Farron from Excalibur? You love him. I'm I like, do. he's garbage. I just liked him because he was gay. He was clearly a homosexual. He should show up in X of, in Ten of Swords and then immediately get killed with Rachel. <laughs> All right. Um, that's the X-Men. That's it. Hey, there's other books out there. I don't know if you've read them, but there are other books out there. I did. I read Runaways, which you are not caught <gasps> up on. Well, let's talk about that. Should we play our next music? Yes. Hit it. What have you read for me lately? Yeah. Um, how, how far have you gotten into the new Runaways run? Um, I am two books in. I started the third volume. So I'm reading the first story of Alex Wilder coming back. Oh, that's good. That's some good shit. Yeah. So I've gotten through like the, the cupcake of eternal youth and all that. Is the Gibberum there? Doombot. Huh? Is the Gibberum there? Not yet. Okay. Um, right now, there's a whole plot line that's been going on with their, they're kind of like in a new LA team led by Doc Justice. And yeah. that whole thing just came to, that whole run just came to an end. So they're kind of about to start like a whole brand new arc in the next issue. And I'm very excited to see like where they're going to go from here. Yeah, uh, it's still Rainbow Rowell, right? It's still what? 
Rainbow Rowell. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it's just the whole arc of Doc Justice has kind of come to an yeah. end of like them yeah. being on that team. See what's next. And it's, um, I'm just excited for it because now it's finally, Gert is finally like, because Gert is now young, most is other than Molly. She's just younger than everyone. And yeah. she doesn't have, because that's the thing. You have to remember what happened when she died. Because do you know what her powers are? Old Lace. Yeah, but guess what? Oh, he has a new connection with Chase. With Chase, right? which means she yeah. has nothing. So yeah. she's now on this journey of like, what? who the fuck am I? What am I doing? And she's kind of starting to figure it out. And I like it. It's good. I love Gert. Um, what else have you read? Um, I read two, I read a new Marvel book. Um, I love Gert. I also love Jessica Drew. And there is a Spider-Woman number one. What's going on in Spider- I saw that and I was like, I probably should read that. Who wrote it? Uh, her name is Carla Pacheco. Has she written anything else that we know? Yes, she's written uh, uh, some issues of Fearless, which is like the the all women, um, yeah, Um, some other books as well. But I don't think um, her repertoire is that deep. She seems like newer talent. I hope that's the. uh, But that 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 just springs to me the problem with Marvel, is where it's like, oh, you're a female writer here, write the thing with girls. Oh, we have another girl. We'll have you write it. I, I, I like the idea of giving a woman to write Spider-Woman, but I feel like I, at least Teeny Howard and they're, they're giving women other stuff too, but I don't like it when I hear Marvel is only giving a woman writer only female things to write. Yeah. That annoys yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, so Carla Pacheco has a letter at the end and she really, she, she goes into um, how she's always been connected to Jessica Drew her whole life. So I think this is, an example. What's what's the main set? Example. What's the main setup? Um, the main setup is that Jessica Drew has no money to raise the kid, um, and she's taking she's going back into private investigation, uh-huh. um, and she's taking odd jobs here and there. So she's um, hired, and the reason for her new costume is because when she's getting paid for superhero work, she doesn't want to wear her classic Spider Woman costume. She actually thinks it's disrespectful. Um, so she has a new outfit for kind of just doing these things that she's just she's trying to make a buck. She's not proud of it. She's just trying to make a buck. Like she's not doing anything evil, um, but she's like a superhero for hire. I was going to say, this sounds like or Luke a P- Cage's for hire. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A um, little bit of like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones combined, essentially. Yeah. Got it. Uh, so she's basically fighting these mercenaries who are trying to kidnap this rich guy's uh, daughter. Doesn't she have a kid boat. now? She does have a kid. Did she have her... the kid or she adopted? Yeah, no, she has the kid. And I think there's a guy who keeps watching the kid. I think it's the baby's daddy who's like just this normal guy. So the baby came out of her vagina. Yeah, that's how babies work. <laughs> Not butt babies. <laughs> oh, wait. I think Jessica Drew had a butt baby. <laughs> so in the end, it reveals that like her new costume is actually uh, like some bad guy made it and it's um, designed to track her and hurt oh, her. Oh, say it's being monitored. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, you know, Jessica Drew's fun. But She's nothing, nothing mind blowing yet. Nothing mind blowing. All right. Yet. Yep, so uh, it's good. Um, you know, I talked about Black Cat. Black Cat's a really, really good book. I have nothing new to read. I'm just saying Black Cat's a good book. I don't know why I brought that up. Did you read any DC comics? No, but Me I neither. did read a Boom Studios comic and a Dark Horse comic. Ooh, so, what Dark Horse you, comic did you read? 
so you know Mike Allred, the um, uh, you know the you know the, the, the lawyer for favorite. the Menendez brothers. No, that's, that's Gloria. Um, <laughs> you know uh, he's a, a, um, an artist. He's got a very distinct style. He did uh, Mad Men. He did um, Ecstatics. Uh, he yes, looked, you know it's very sixties yes. crazy. Yeah, yes. my fave. Um, so he has his own book for Dark Horse. He's writing and drawing, and his wife Laura is doing the colors. Called X Ray Robot. It's about a guy who um, is trying to stop the, this horrible thing from happening, and he's. Um, it's his origin story in this issue. It's a guy who's trying to fight this horrible thing that's coming with his, with a robot version of himself that's actually him who's lived two hundred and seventy-seven years. Like he and this robot share an identity they're both max wilding but it's just that the robot was him who was flung into the future and lived 277 years and then came back and the robot's like i'm dr max wilding and dr max wilding's like no i'm dr max wilding and the robot's like yes we are is it's it, very is it, kooky is it, very trippy. i was gonna say is it very funny and like his like it's the- yeah it's like and but like mike allred's art like you just cannot go, go i don't care what this book is about i just stare at it um but after this origin story like the setup for the next issue is after meeting his robotic 277 year old self max learns about the incoming threat of the ultimate nihilist a villain determined to take all life to its pre-big bang status pre-big bang yeah that's not so like good. nothing like nothing um but it's beautiful it's trippy it's so melodramatic to um match his style it's very roy lichtenstein ish yeah. in its vibe you know it's, it's so good i highly recommend x-ray robot by mike allred that sounds fun it's real fun it's real good and it, again beautiful i think the next thing that i read you read as well <gasps> I hope so, because something is killing the children. Something is killing the children. Something is killing the children, number six, James Tinney in the fourth book. We love this book. Yeah, it's great. So it's they go flashback to the first scene in, episode, in issue one. This is issue six. They flashback to the murder of our main character's friends, or one of the main characters, the little kid. He said his friends, I saw something in the woods. The friends were like, you're an idiot. And he's like, well, I dare you to go out there. And then the friends were killed by the monster. And the boy survived. Plot twist. Did we, know, did we know these boys were gay? Do you think all of them are gay? Well, two of them certainly are. Two of them are gay. Are, including is, the boy that the book is, is, is about. Yeah, he's gay. And then it turns out they all know that he asked out the other guy and then the other guy was like, we should just be friends. And it was like, oh, he's not gay. But then he's like, but isn't that other guy hot? And I'm like, oh, he is gay. He just rejected him. Just That's not, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and then got slaughtered by a monster. Yeah. Serves him so right for not fun. going out with him. That's what happens. Don't say no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we just dive more into... Erica Slaughter, our main character, her background. Well, there's the um, big reveal with her. Because now it looks like because of everything that's going on, how bad this is, the little girl that survived is like, oh, that the mama monster had five baby monsters. And now that they're clearing out all the dead kids that they were eating, all those little baby monsters are going to start wanting to feed. 
But meanwhile, in the higher ups of whatever weird cult yeah, army the cabal, the secret whatever cabal monster hunting that, organization that yeah. the girl. Do we know what the girl? What's her name? Slaughter. What Slaughter? Erica Slaughter. Erica Slaughter. Uh, they're basically a, a guy's coming to relieve her of her duties and to kill Tommy. And yeah, they character. were like, yeah, we have to kill him because you know what they say about, you know, taking in strays, how that worked out for us. And that looks like she was a survivor of one, like like that little girl. Yeah. They took her in because she was she, adopted by this. Yeah. Yeah. So she was like when she was a little girl, she was she survived the monster. And they're like, and she's a nightmare. So we're not doing the same thing with the kid who she found. Yeah. So they're just going to kill everybody. They're just going to kill everybody. I still don't know if this is a limited series or if this is ongoing. It feels limited series, right? Who knows? Maybe it's one of those where it's set up that way, but if it gets popular, it'll keep going. Yeah. Um, And so the name of this organization is the House of Slaughter. And her name's Erica Slaughter. It's like, they're like a house. Like on Pose. Yeah. Oh, you like the House of Slaughter? The House of Slaughter is sickening. Yeah, that's great. I love it. That's great. Um, how many booms do you give it? I give it a booms total boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room. Oh, the whole thing. That's the best score ever. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite. So I read this digitally, but even if I were reading this hard copy, my one of my favorite things about this book is they always have an opening scene. And then you flip the page and it's just a big two page spread white type on black that says something is killing the children. It's so effective. I know. Something is killing the children. Something is killing the children. And I'll tell Um, you what it is. Instagram. (laughs) I'll tell you what it is. Instagram. Um, (laughs) Listen, I know we're going long, but we haven't recorded in a while. Um, Do you mind if we go into a critical segment? Sure. Let's get critical. 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 What do you um, want to talk about, Brett? I want to talk about the Harley Quinn cartoon on the DC Universe streaming platform. Is this like a hard R? <laughs> it is a hard R. Like you were and sending me some you, like, clips from it. I was like, Jesus Christ. It's incredible. I, I'm going to give you my login. This is the funniest show. This is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. I, like, I cannot believe the level i mean it's truly truly funny um but the level of vulgarity and just the level of comedy it is so good like i don't know who's writing this but it is a joke machine i this and it's just like it's heartfelt and you care about the characters you care about her gang they're like a little family is she with the joker in this or are they broken up in this so this is amazing it opens with their breakup. Episode one is their breakup. And the whole show is her trying to achieve the level of supervillain status that he has as a way to like show him that she doesn't need him. Mm-hmm. So this is all about like her trying to get into the Legion of Doom, her getting her own gang together um, to compete with the Joker and just like just to be somebody. Um the first few episodes is her building her entourage, starting with her best friend, Poison Ivy. And Poison Ivy is voiced by Lake Bell. And Poison Lake Ivy Bell. is the funniest fucking character. 
Lake Bell's delivery on this show, she, she turns every line into gold. It's so good. It's Harley, Poison Ivy, and then they pick up Dr. Psycho, who is the little short guy who I sent you the clip of him calling Wonder Woman a cunt. <laughs> Which ruins his status in the Legion of Doom. <laughs> they, they simply won't have it. Um, what like Just the way they portray Wonder Woman, like at one point they cut like, they say something about Wonder Woman on TV, and then they cut to Wonder Woman, and she's in her living room eating cereal with, like, jammies on, and she's got, like, a milk mustache, and she just frowns. Like, it's just these little – it's, it's like, Simpsons family guy cadence of bits. Yeah. But it's also, like, really smart relational comedy. Um, so the rest of her – it's Dr. Psycho. It's King Shark, uh, Clayface, and I think – and then Poison Ivy has got like a talking little shop of horrors um, plant who uh, JB Smoove does the voice of. Oh, nice. Uh, like Jason Alexander is is their bionic evil landlord. And like it's like a quality cast. It's um, Kelly. Um, what's her name from Big Clarkson. Bang Theory? No. Um, Cuckoo. Kelly Ukono. Quoco. Quoco. Yeah, it's her. It's Harley. Uh, oh, nice. And number of people. Like it's really like it's an A-list cast doing all the voices. I like I cannot wait for you. I've never been more excited yeah, I need for you to, to see I need something. To watch, I need to watch this. It's incredible. It's so good. Uh, and Poison Ivy's boyfriend. Uh, oh, Poison Ivy has a suitor. And part of the, like, one of the B-plots of the season is her relationship with this guy and how she slowly is actually falling in love with this guy. And it's Kite Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. Uh, Christopher Maloney is Commissioner Gordon, and he's completely snapped. He's like this sad lunatic. Oh, it's all of it is so good. Like one of the opening jokes is Bane and Scarecrow in the Legion of Doom. And Scarecrow's like, oh, my God, did you hear about Joker and Harley? They broke up. And and he's like, yeah, they were trying. A, I just heard they were, they were trying an open relationship. And everyone knows it only works for gay men. <laughs> it's just like that level of just like. <laughs> so good what um, it's so good like bane is a huge character in it obviously joker is a huge character in it lex luthor scarecrow like the whole legion of doom they're all like such assholes oh god i i could go on and on just spouting random things well, about this show to, i'm excited to watch it i'm like i'm literally gonna email you my or text you my um login so you Thank can you. watch it Great. you have to watch it it's the best thing ever and season two dropped like friday Yay. Season two, episode one. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's worth, it is so worth the subscription to the DC Universe platform. My friend Jamie, who you know, um, she just texted me. She's like, you know what? I know you're thinking of dropping DCU. I got to tell you, the Harley Quinn show is pretty good. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then during this virus stuff, I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me check out the Harley Quinn. Well, forget it. I, I, I can't stop. I can't stop watching it. Can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Mm, I like Pringles. Can't eat just one. Wow. <sighs> Next week, we're okay. going to talk about the end of The Magicians. Oh, no. Musical episode, it looks like. I know. Is it the last episode or is it the penultimate episode? Oh, it said last time I think with it's- a feeling. <laughs> Oh, like referencing I think it's the, the last Buffy musical. once more with the feeling. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know if yeah, I'm not sure. It might be the second to last, but Yeah. My we'll takeaway is that it's next week. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Second to last, but last musical. Oh, my God. At least they know how to go out. Fuck yeah. Oh, boy. All right, well, back to watching more TV and reading more comic books. Back to uh, slowly crying in my closet. Um, (laughs) Why would you cry slow? Slowly. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But thank Um, you, everybody. But in this time, uh, if you want to read comics, escape from them. And escape into a world of comics and escape into a world of commentary on comics, which is comic book queers. That's us. Listen to us. Rate us. Uh, subscribe to us and i hope you all are safe and stay the fuck away from each other yes please stay home and please stay healthy and remember if you read comics well that makes you queer oh my god wanda sykes is the king of queen of fables oh it's so good (laughs) bye bye